Welcome to Steeping Around, sponsored by the Maya Tea Company. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio today by producer Terry LeBaugh. Hi, everyone. I love our intro music. I do, too. I love me some of that beautiful tabla. I've heard one of the entire CDs of the man that plays that music, and yeah. it just it's magical. Yeah, it's he does amazing. a great job. The person who I get that music from is actually my tabla teacher. I don't think I've talked about this on the air. I don't think you have. I but know about it. Yeah, but, but I very casually, and not even very well, I might add, play the Indian hand drums called the tablas, and the person who taught me, at least the basics that I started with, is a teacher out of Boulder by the name of Ty Burho, and that's one of his CDs. You might want to tell people what that kind of drum is, because it's, it's interesting to me in its basic form, what it is. Well, a tabla is two drums, and one is a, a bass drum mm-hmm. that's made out of metal. It's goatskin stretched over a metal drum. And then on it are iron shavings. So it also has like a bell-like sound in the mm-hmm. center. And then the other one is made out of wood, usually a really, really good hard wood teak or something. And then over that is a smaller goatskin because it's a higher drum, has a higher pitch to it. And that too has a little, it's called a gobe. It's just a little circular. Which bell. is the drum that you play with the left hand? Depends on if you're right or left-handed. Okay. We had another friend that was practicing the tabla. And the amazing thing about it was that, you know, he was right-handed, but your left hand is the one that plays all the intricate beats. Yeah. Most of the people use the left hand to play the bass drum. That blows my mind. But I play left-handed even though I'm right-handed. Oh, okay. So it's weird. I know. I play the bass drum with my right. Ty thinks it's just hilarious because he's left-handed. <laughs> so it's this complicated thing. But he came into town this weekend. So it was wonderful to have him. And that's oh, one of the reasons why we're, we're, we're chatting about all of this is because he was in town for a concert. He came here with a fabulous Sarod player by the name of Steve Oda, who does just a beautiful job. And it was a great concert. So if some of you have ever ever wondered about where some of the music comes from for the show, you'll find that on tyberho.com and uh, steveoda.com also. He's not on the music that's on the intro and outro, but certainly music worth checking out. I got to MC at the concert, which was pretty cool. That's awesome. I know. It's pretty fun to be the MC there. How was your poor little voice? My voice was finally getting better. <laughs> if you guys have listened for the last couple of weeks, you've noticed that my voice was cracking a little bit or was tired, especially two weeks ago. I was exhausted. But we're better now. And that kind of leads us into our topic of the show because we want to finish out our series on tea and health with kind of a simple show. How do I use tea to make my colds a little better? How do I prevent the cold or what do I do once I've gotten a cold? Well, and this is actually one of the biggest questions I get at the farmer's market is I'm sick or my kid is sick. And what do I do? What do I give them? Yeah. And so so we want to get into certainly what are the various things you can do to make a cold better. And there are lots of different tea things that you can do. There's things like ginger, turmeric, regular green tea blends, chamomile, even regular black tea, lots of things. We're going to dive into them and parse them all out. But seriously, there's so much you can do. And I know that with the cold weather coming on, you definitely want to know more about this topic. So on the other side of the break, we're going to dive into the specific elements of the things that we need to do to help you feel better if you are getting a cold or maybe if you just want to prevent one. Stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around. My name is Roxanne and I am with the Maya Tea Company. Now Manish and the guys know an awful lot about tea and they have put together some incredible blends. But let's face it, sometimes they still need a woman's touch. 
I have a special gift for aesthetics and have put the finishing touches on most of the tea blends that we make in-house, but I've also created my own blends from scratch. One of my own tea blends has become the number one seller for the Maya Tea Company, the Pomegranate Mojito Green Tea. Pomegranate Mojito mimics one of my favorite bar drinks with fresh green tea, peppermint, lime, and pomegranate. And don't worry, if you're missing that extra kick, this tea tastes incredible with an added ounce of tequila or rum. Don't be afraid to spice up your teas. That's what I do. You can find my pomegranate mojito tea, as well as recipes and many tea cocktail ideas at www.mayatea.com. You can save 15% on any of your tea selection, particularly the pomegranate mojito. Our coupon code is STEEP. Cheers! Or as we say here in the Southwest, salute. back here at Steeping Around. I am your host, Minnie Shaw, and we are talking all things tea in studio today with producer Terry Labaugh, actually talking about things that would help you with a cold. We're finishing out our series on tea and health. We've spent like eight or nine weeks talking about all the things that tea can be good for, the individual components and health challenges that you might face. But what about something as simple as a cold? Well, you can find a lot of what we talked about in Fresh Cup magazine. We did two articles. That was the inspiration for the eight or nine shows that we did. You can go to www.freshcup.com, and you can see what I wrote about tea and health in there. But what about if you just have a cold? Isn't that a simple thing? And, you know, there's really two phases. One is, what do I do if I have a cold, Mm -hmm. and what do I do to make sure I don't get one? Right. And those are two entirely separate questions. And you know the times of year, especially now when the seasons are changing. Yes. And the kids are coming home with colds and so forth. A lot of allergies right now, too. Also makes you very sensitive. So let's start with what to do if you are getting a cold. Like if you already have some symptoms, because I know I had some and I had some things that I turned to that give me a lot of relief and will probably give you some as well. I like simple remedies, things that you can go to right away. And the first thing that I do at the first sign of a cold is ginger tea. Now, not dried ginger tea, fresh ginger tea. Right. That means that you got to go to the grocery store. Asian grocery stores always have fresh ginger, but most of them now all do. Yeah, just regular grocery stores. Just regular. And you need to get the ginger root. And what you want is a piece that's about an inch thick. It comes as a root. And you want to grate off at least about a quarter to uh, not quite a half an inch. And you want to boil it. Boil it in about 12 ounces of water. You want to boil it for a few minutes and really extract all the juices and all the oils and so forth. You're going to want to add some honey because I promise you it will be potent. You're going to need a little smoothing out on that flavor. But the impact of that warmth and that burning on your throat, it's very soothing. It is a great anti-inflammatory, and I find it to be very good in terms of helping breathe better and loosening some of that stuff up that might be in my chest. And it's just a wonderful thing to right away start off with. I think it really does shorten my colds. When I get after it right away with that ginger tea, it doesn't seem to me that the illness lasts as long. So Hmm. I think it's very, very helpful for your immune system as well. If you have this on hand, not everybody does, but an additive that we'll sometimes put in there is turmeric. Now, you only need a little bit, like maybe a quarter teaspoon, a quarter to an eighth of a teaspoon, because it's a very strong flavor. Now, turmeric is what makes mustard yellow. Yeah. So I'm not suggesting you consume mustard, (laughs) but turmeric is also wonderful for you. 
in Ayurveda, which is the ancient system of medicine in India, they recommend that you take a little bit of turmeric every day just to prevent all kinds of things. Really? Yeah, it's really, really good. What does it taste like? It's really woodsy. And it can be a little spicy and nutty, but like in a really intense way and a little bitter. So if you mixed it with the ginger, it would probably actually be kind of good. It does taste better because turmeric is a very strong flavor. You may or may not like it. And so having it with that ginger and having it with the honey kind of helps hide it. But I tell you what, you drink a little, just a quarter teaspoon, maybe even an eighth a teaspoon of turmeric, good bunch of ginger root and some honey. And I tell you, you have a potent tea that will help you big time at the It'll start of a cold. burn all the germs right out of you. It I sounds it's like awesome. <laughs> it's pretty good. Another thing that I like to do is green tea because, you know, oftentimes your head is a little foggy, you're mm-hmm. not as clear and you don't have the energy. Well, having that caffeine in the green tea, having that theophylline, having the L-theanine, all of which helps clear your brain, helps you breathe better, all the EGCG, all of that stuff, the antioxidants, all good for you. And so having cups of green tea during the day will give you energy and kind of keep you going if you have to work, which is usually most of us have to work through a cold. Also, if I can, I like matcha. Now, we haven't talked about matcha in great detail. No, we haven't. That's a powdered Japanese tea. And it's different from the others in the fact that you don't steep it. You kind of just add an eighth of a teaspoon to a cup of water and you whip it up. Uh And it's like a powder, like cocoa powder, except for very, very expensive and unbelievably good for you. And you're actually now ingesting the actual tea tea leaves. The tea leaves are now ground up. So you're actually ingesting them. That will get you a lot of caffeine, but it'll get you a lot of antioxidants as well. And, you, and that really does help. I think that's a fabulous tea to have. It can be creamy, and you got to be careful you don't put too much because if you're sensitive, it can really get after you. But that gives you a lot of energy, and it's a wonderful midday relief for a cold. And, of course, if you've got a cold, oftentimes sleep is an issue. It's hard <laughs> to settle down and relax, even though you're exhausted. Yeah. And so I think that's most people's biggest problem is you're so sick. You just the minute you lay down and just gets even worse. You can't breathe. You, you can't, can't. Yeah. So. And you need the rest because the rest is one of the best things you can have. Right. To yes. fight back. So I recommend chamomile. Most people have that around. And chamomile is a great antiviral and a great relaxant and so easy. You just need a teaspoon of chamomile and you just pop it into some boiling water. Let it steep for five or ten minutes and take it down. I'm lucky enough to own a tea company where we actually have a blend with chamomile peppermint and lavender and i tell you what if you've got a cold at the end of the day that mint helps open up my nasal passages the chamomile puts me down the lavender same thing wow i mean it's just so easy to do and it's one of those things that really helps it's a small things that make a difference and you know you get a good night's rest and you just feel better the next day yeah that particular tea we always have in the house because between keith and i i mean if we're we sick have it here too. that's what we want yeah, like, and i can I actually crave that tea when I'm sick. That's that's what I want. And it's something I can give to the kids too. Right. And it can help them. You know, I'm not prone to giving them any matcha, but I certainly would give them some of the relaxing mint tea. I think that would feel better. When we come back, what do you do about preventing a cold in the first place? I don't even want one. So are there things I can do (laughs) to stop it from arriving at my doorstep? Well, there are. There's some teas you can definitely do as part of your daily routine during this cold season to kind of prevent it in the first place. We'll talk about it in a moment here on Steeping Around. Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled, 
No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and puer tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy while puer is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and puer, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of mayatea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea, it's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on mayatea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers! Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Mini Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Joined in studio by producer Terry Labaugh, talking about ways to prevent a cold. There's lots of stuff you can do to prevent a cold, and we get a lot of questions about that. If you have a question, tea and health related or tea related in general, please send us your email. Our email address at the show is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you're a fan of the show, fan us on Facebook. We have Facebook sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And for any of the teas that we've talked about that you'd like to get, maybe to prevent your colds, look us up on our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com. Preventing a cold, well, there's lots of stuff you can do. I want to begin by just saying drinking tea every day unto itself is a great prevention for a cold. That's right. As long as you drink it hot, not iced tea. But if you drink hot tea, you know, the warming of the throat, Mm -hmm. especially if you had a little honey and a little lemon, Mm -hmm. both of those things are very helpful. A little vitamin C from the lemon, coating your throat with the honey. Both of those things can do really well. If you're a chai drinker, you've got that ginger in there. You've got those other warming spices. So just drinking tea in general is actually a pretty good habit. The chai is a great idea. I never even thought of that before. Oh, it's pretty good. It's pretty yummy. It's, and it's kind of got like that comfort food kind yeah. of like feel. Well, especially if you mix a little honey in there and just leave the milk out. Wow. It can be very soothing. Hmm. Wonderful. Wonderful way to help prevent a cold. So just drinking tea in general. But there are lots of other herbal options as well that can help you as part of your day-to-day routine. Things like ruibus, which we've covered in previous shows. Also, tulsi, which we talked about, lemon balm. All of these things can help you in prevention. So any of those teas, if you find, if you just drink them instead of like a cup of regular tea, that can help you as well. One of the things that we get a lot of questions about is echinacea. Now, we have in a couple of our blends, and a lot of people go, well, I've tried echinacea, and it didn't work. Yeah, I'm one of those people. I know. <laughs> I know. You're a little skeptical about the whole echinacea experience. And studies have shown that echinacea actually does really help boost your immune system. And I think that people's experience sometimes, 
might be a little tainted. Like if you're taking echinacea right at the beginning of the cold and the whole point of it is to try to shorten the duration, mm -hmm. how would you know if it helped you or not? Because you don't know how long your cold was right. going to be. You wouldn't know. All you can do is say, well, did it really help me with my symptoms or did I get over it really quickly? What if you got like a really heinous cold that would have taken you four weeks to shed, but instead you shed it in two? Right. It still feels horrible. Well, and we're such an instant gratification society where like if I drink a mint tea, it's going to make me feel better. It might not make the cold last any longer or shorter, but it makes you feel better. Whereas echinacea, I think just works behind the scenes right, a little bit and right. isn't, isn't quite right up in your face in terms of its benefits. Exactly. And you know, I think a lot of these herbs work well in tandem. For my kids, I have a couple of blends that I sort of just pop in their sort of daily tea routine, like when they get back from school. Mm -hmm. I just make them a cup of our seven seas herbal, and that one happens to have licorice root. It has ruibus. It has cinnamon, peppermint, ginseng, a little echinacea, a little sarsaparilla. Right. It tastes great, and they like it, and it's caffeine-free. So. That seems to me to make more sense, to actually mix the echinacea in with something else that will help you feel better, because apparently it doesn't. But even this tea, it tastes good, and you can just drink it, and it has all of the benefits and sort of just helps your immune system quietly in the background. Right. So we use that tea, and also we actually have an immunity tea now. We have a new tea line called Vanaspati, which is 100% organic, all herbal. They all have tulsi in them, but they have a variety of different things. You can see them on our website, and the one that we use often in my house is that immunity blend. Right, which I tried for the first time today. Yeah, we made really you It's really good. And it, it helped you feel better, even though you're not suffering from a cold. That's right. Isn't that cool? <laughs> and it happens to have uh, tulsi, alfalfa, astragalus, which is very famous in Chinese herbal medicine. I wondered what that was. It was good, yeah. It has some echinacea that we talked about, some lemon balm, licorice root to make it taste better. So it's got all of these things in there that are really preventative. And so oftentimes, like anything else, you know, it's just part of a routine. If you get into it, you get these things into your diet. They can all help prevent some of these colds and flu and so forth and make life a lot better. And it's not something that you have to do on an ongoing basis. One of the things that the folks in our office also do is kombucha tea. Now, I don't want to get into it right now because kombucha is a show unto itself. In <laughs> fact, that's what we're going to talk about next week. It's also a really helpful, healthy tea, and a lot of people don't know a lot about it, and we're going to dive in. I'm really glad we're going to do a show about this because I don't know much about it, but I'm very curious about it because I know some people at the farmer's market were actually talking about trying to make their own. That's right. You need tea to make kombucha tea, but you also need a mushroom that ferments along right. with some sugar, and you know what happens when you have yeast and you have some sugar. Oh, I know. A little alcohol. <laughs> So Terry and I are going to be trying <laughs> some of this kombucha tea. Let's see what the alcohol does to us. That should be a fun show. You definitely <laughs> want to stay tuned for that. Thank you for joining me this week, Terry. Always a pleasure to be here. It's fun to have you. And thanks to all of you for listening. Join us next week when we will dive into that kombucha tea. But until then, please remember, steeping around is a really healthy thing to do. 